I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Showers and thunderstorms through tonight with a low down to 53. SIU trustees approved tuition and fee rates for the coming academic year when they met today in Carbondale. As expected, SIUC's rates will remain flat, while SIUE's will increase by nearly 3%. Much of the meeting, however, was focused on the university's work on anti-racism, diversity, equity, and inclusion. President Dan Mahoney and other leaders presented awards and updated the board on initiatives aimed at breaking down barriers. Trustee Chair Phil Gilbert says he's pleased to see the results of each campus's work and points to SIU's strategic plan and a focus on priorities in getting things done. This is part of the plan and it's bearing fruit and it's going to uh, uh, put SIU system on the map uh, and hopefully will uh, attract uh, students and faculty uh, and staff to come to work here. SIU President Dan Mahoney says he's surprised at how quickly the policies and changes are taking hold and happy to see them bringing new perspectives to the forefront. A West suburban gun shop owner is taking his case against Illinois' assault weapons ban to the U.S. Supreme Court. Mawa Iqbal has more. Robert Bevis owns Law Weapons and Supply in Naperville. In his appeal to the high court earlier this week, Bevis argues the law, which bans the sale and possession of many high-powered firearms and large-capacity magazines, violates the Second Amendment. He says weapons like the AR-15 are commonly used by, quote, millions of law-abiding citizens for lawful purposes, including self-defense in the home. Bevis and the National Association for Gun Rights are seeking a temporary halt to the ban while they challenge it in federal court. Dozens of gun rights advocates have filed state and federal lawsuits challenging the ban in courts across Illinois. None has received a final judgment yet. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Carbondale's made a list of the cutest towns in Illinois. The publication World Atlas lists the Jackson County community as one of the eight cutest small towns in the state. The World Atlas describes Carbondale as a melting pot of culture and nature, the gateway to the Shawnee Hills Wine Trail, and an outdoor lover's paradise worth exploring. April is Child Abuse Prevention Month, and some agencies in the region received a boost in funds today. WSIU's Benji Jeffords has more. The Pichard Foundation for Abused Children is giving out more than $100,000 between 29 agencies. Those agencies are located throughout 12 southern Illinois counties. The grants are used to help abused, abandoned, and neglected children through services that include counseling, medical treatment, food, and other needs. The foundation distributes these grants in April to bring awareness that child abuse happens year-round. The Pichard Foundation has been helping Southern Illinois children for 24 years through donations and volunteers. For WSIU, I'm Benji Jeffords. State Senator Terry Bryant is hosting a webinar designed to help local businesses receive recovery funding through a state grant program for those greatly impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. The Murfreesboro Republican will host a back-to-business online webinar on May 3rd at 10.30 a.m., to assist businesses with the application process and to answer any questions related to eligibility. Representatives from the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity will be on hand to provide information and to guide business owners. The Back to Business program's new round of grants has $175 million available to provide quali- to, to qualifying restaurants, hotels, and creative arts organizations. Applications for the Back to Business program are due by May 10th, To register for the webinar and learn more about the program, go to our webpage. Ambulance drivers would get more training about the use of lights and sirens under a bill making headway in the General Assembly. It's sponsored by Senator 
Adrian Johnson and requires the extra training as well as using both lights and sirens when an ambulance passes through an intersection. The legislation has passed the Senate and now awaits a vote in the House. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.